Mark Hudson Show here on 12radio.com. Changing the way we listen to the world. Hey, everybody. Happy Sunday. It's Mark Husson. This is the Mark Husson Show on 12 Radio. It's so good to connect with you. You know, with all this wonderful technology that we have around us, it's easier and easier to connect with you and around the world, except when it comes to doing it through Facebook. <laughs> so there's a little bit of instruction that I have to give you so you can play with us, okay? Because we did everything a little different and we did it so you could be a lot more open and a lot more connected to us. So if you haven't played with us before, if you would just go to www.facebook.com slash one two radio and you'll see us there. Now, when you come there, you'll see at the top of beautiful picture of mountains with the sun streaming through and you'll see our phone number there in the top right uh, on the bottom right of that picture now if you let your eye come down right under that first box you see a tiny little faded out box that says highlights and there's an arrow next to it you wouldn't think you could click this thing but all you do is click it and go to posts by others and you're in our chat room that's right it's a facebook chat room and then just refresh periodically we can see who's talking to us Big special hello to Greg, who has just been a true, true loyal, I want to say fan, but that seems so pretentious, and Jay Elizabeth. And there, you, you look in there and you see the, the friendly faces who don't miss a single show. So thank you for that lovely, lovely stuff. There's Vonda Guzman. Look at Vonda. I'm going to be on her show. There's so much going on. Anna, you're up. You stayed awake for us. Jamail, Hey. Oh, my gosh, you guys are so much fun. Listen, I am so excited for a lot of reasons. I'm not excited that this is my last show before a break. Now, this isn't my last show. I'm going to do Hay House Radio every Tuesday. Uh, This is my last show on Sundays for a bit. I got a ton of people coming to see me, and I have to focus, right, because I am – you know, a good host. I think that's the, that's the reason. Also, it's a good time to, to let us do what we're going to do at one, two radio, which is shake things up a little bit. We are going to have new programming. I want to introduce to you our new open mic series. That means no matter who you are, no matter what industry you're in, we'll let you have a fully produced show on Thursday nights, uh, that you can do whatever you want with. Okay. It doesn't matter. So if you have an event going on, the rates are incredible. We're like, dying over this thing. So all you got to do is write me, mark at one, two house.com. I think all the one twos will get to me. I just said, tried to get, make sure. So some of you write to me at one, two radio, uh, or one, two listen, uh, the psychic hotline, right? But if you write to me, or if you know a producer, Valerie Camozzi or Laura Lozano or Oliver Gutorn Smithson, you can write them as well and let them know you want to have an open mic with us and we'll promote you, right? I'll wave to you. And, and support your cause. So thank you for listening to that. We're very excited. One more tidbit before we bring on this remarkable woman who I cannot wait to talk to. Um, that is, if you want a reading from me and you call the number that's listed at the top of the screen, 218-862-7200, extension 870303, then you also have to email your chart to astrologic at AOL.com. Not your chart, but your chart information. So we need your date, time, place of birth. Your first name would help. And we also need your area code because that's how we're going to see you. So date, time, place of birth, and your area code, you send that to astrologic at AOL.com. And John, awesome John, will run those charts and bring them to me. And I pay him an enormous amount of money to do that. I want you to know. It's not true. I am so spoiled. But don't say anything. Um, 
Today's a Taurus moon. Now, I think my guest, she's like, she's crazy psychic, right? Like crazy being off the chart psychic. Here's how I know. A, I have her chart in front of me. Okay. It's ridiculous. Number two, today the moon's in Taurus. She's a Taurus. She knew that. Today, Jupiter's on her sun. Now, she didn't look at a calendar and do this astrology. I know she didn't. She just tunes in. And then all of a sudden, it's like happened. Now, we, she has a story to tell. She is unbelievable. We've been together almost since the beginning of one to its existence. And I can't believe it because she has had such an amazing life. And she, she is a trooper. And she's still with us. So would you please join me? And welcoming the amazing Susan Dentino. Susan, are you with me? I sure am, and thank you for that fabulous intro, Mark. <laughs> you deserve it. You're amazing. I really, I can't believe I've never really looked at your chart the way it, in such a, in a precise way. Pisces rising, Venus and Pisces, and then you have the Moon-Neptune conjunction in the seventh house. Susan, this is something. I mean, you've known this your whole life, the psychic thing. You know, it's funny because as I've told you before, I'm very astrologically challenged. So all of that sounds really incredibly interesting. Not quite sure what it means, but I've definitely <laughs> always have had, <laughs> I've always had like feelings about things and not really given it a title. So I'm glad to hear that my chart is agreeing with all of that, but I find it fascinating. Oh my gosh, it does. And, and you know, you, you, so you have the strength that you come in with this amazing strength and it's a, the tar, just being a Taurus, number one. And number two, the, the visionary of the Pisces. It's like somebody who really is sensitive to what people are seeing and doing. And then you have this, um, immaculate sort of like drive. It's like this drive to, to a vision like you're carrying inside of you that you want to see unfold. And I want to talk to you about your vision. I want to talk to you about your book. Every time I see you, I sing, I swear to God, I don't even know if it's in your video or not, which I I want to introduce to people, but I sing the hills are alive with the sound of music. Is that in your video? <laughs> no, you know what's in my video, though, is a few of my favorite things from oh. that movie. So oh, that man. is why I do apologize, because once you listen to it, that oh. song does tend to run over <laughs> and over again in your mind. So, yeah, but it's from that. You could certainly sing it up in the, the hills, I'm sure, but that's why, you, <laughs> that's why you're tempted to do that. Well, yeah, and you say that in the video. You go, now that's in your head, and I'm like, she's a brat. She really knows that too. She just plants it. That is so funny. Okay, I want to know about this book, the uh, the songs of my life, slightly out of tune. Is that what it is? Yes, that's the title of the book, and it's really been a labor of love, a work in progress for many years. I hate to say how long it took me to write it, but I found that as I was writing it, my voice changed, and what. I feel the book contains is a humorous way to look at the things that happen to us each and every day and may seem so overwhelmingly challenging at the time, but I really feel that laughter is the best medicine to get us through it. So it's really all about just learning to look at yourself and your situations and finding some humor in it. And I deal with everything from aging parents to body image to adult children, little children 
children, all different subjects. So I really think that it's geared to just about any age reader. And what I'm proud of is that there's a takeaway message from each chapter. So hopefully if you are facing a challenge like dealing with an elderly parent that you're really just kind of going crazy with, I give you some tips as how I got through it and it might help you get through it as well. So it's a didactic book with humor. <laughs> I love that. Now, were you always like that? Were you like the funny kid in school? Were you the one who had the most, um, you know, were you the one that was the crack up clown that you could find humor in everything or did that develop over time? You know, it developed over time. I was really probably, I don't think I'd ever be called quiet because I never had problems talking, but I wasn't somebody that we would be more like a Jim Carrey type of personality. I didn't really need that type of attention, but I was a big fan. I've always loved to read and I loved books that had humor in them. So when I got to be able to read Irma Bombeck, I was a huge fan of that type of writing. You know, Jay Leno also listening to him, Jerry Seinfeld, when they can make fun out of things that we all do every day. Mm -hmm. And that's really the sense of humor that I really admire. But it was latent. It wasn't something that I feel I've known ever since I was, you know, out of the womb that I was going to do. You know, it was, it came about rather slowly. Well, you have, you have such a good mind for it. I mean, you have, when I look at your chart, I'm like, God, you're so smart. And you have, you do have a certain kind of a propriety built in. Like there's a part of you that actually likes to do things in a correct way. You like, you know, you, there's a, you're not just jump in and make a splash and make fun of something. It's, there's something here you can tell is very thoughtful about when you put your time into something. And this book is, um, now this book is going to be published by Hay House. It's so interesting. Um, do we have a, a, a idea of what time it's going to be or the, the time period that's going to be coming out? Yes, it's due to be released June 28th. And to the best of my knowledge, we are on schedule with it. I can tell you I've kept all my deadlines. So the... We recently shot the picture for the cover here in Florida. So I think everything's good to go. It is available for pre-order on Amazon.com as well as BarnesandNoble.com. And that's the release date and delivery date that they're telling you. So I'm assuming that comes from a pretty good resource. So that's what I'm looking for. So it's going to be the perfect thing if you've got a summer trip to take or just laying on the beach. And what I love about the book, and it's designed this way, there is a consecutiveness to it, but you can also open it up to any chapter and read it, you know, in that way. So it doesn't have to be a beginning to end reading and still get something out of it. No, I was privileged enough to be able to have a pre-read. And I have to tell you, I don't laugh out loud at things. It's just kind of weird. I have to be in the moment of them. And that book literally had me in places hysterical, howling. <laughs> I mean, there are funny things that you make fun of that not really make fun of that you find the humor in. Because they're, your life is no easy journey. I mean, I want to talk a little bit about your life. And to me, after reading it and after knowing some of the journey you took, one says to oneself, Oh my God, if she didn't laugh, I wonder what she would do. Um, and, and it's been remarkable. Now you, um, I got to hear you and your husband on your radio show. You have a radio show on Wednesdays at Hay House. I mean, at one, two radio.com. Correct. Is it Wednesdays your show? Now, I believe what you just did was a Freudian slip. So oh, soon to be at Hay House. Hay House, that's right. 
Well, not no that I'm not. A, that's right. I, you are I'm totally a, proud of my one, two radio show, though. Yes, it's Wednesday nights at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Susan Dentino live. Yeah, and I heard that show. Uh, I love listening to your show, and you always have the most amazing people. You had the woman who did the Artist Way, uh, who, whose name won't come to me, but I love her. And uh, Julia Cameron, sure. Yeah, Julia Cameron. And then your husband was on, and I was kind of blown away because here's this woman bringing on this guy that you've been with for how long? Over how long? Uh, over forty years. I, I believe this year is our forty-one year anniversary. I'm math challenged as well, so he usually has to remind me how many years it's been but i want to say it's 41 this year and has he always been able to like you you guys have been through some stuff you've had some challenges with your kids you i mean uh physical uh challenges you've had some really play, uh, intense places that life has taken you has he um in general who do you think is the rock you know, that's an interesting question because I think we both are in different ways, um, especially going through the challenge that we went through last year with my youngest daughter's illness. You found that we would each deal with things in our own way, and it I felt that at times when I really needed to lean on somebody, he was there for me. And then when I really needed, you know, to be the strength, I was. So I feel like we both are in our own ways. He owns a few companies, he, which he has built himself. So, I mean, we started, you know, really from scratch. So I've really been used to being independent because he worked so many hours. Mm-hmm. So I got to be that type of support for my family and my children and more or less took care of the nest as he went and worked. But then when you go through something like this, and with this many years of marriage, and as a matter of fact, that is the title of one of the chapters in the book, is We've Only Just Begun Again, because (laughs) uh, that was our wedding song, and through our marriage, all of the ups and downs that we've had, and how those roles have shifted. So I think it's an interesting question, and I think he would agree with me that we've both been there for each other really strongly when we had to be. I love that. What, what is your accent? Where, what, what part of the world? <laughs> it's Buffalo, New York. I always New find York. it so funny when everybody says I have this accent because, of course, I <laughs> Of course you don't think so. I love that. But can you imagine? I think you guys walking into a situation and it's got to be taken care of. And in this great New York accent, you're like, hey, you, over there, out. And you know, it's like, who's yeah, going to too. I love it. Many people ask me, assuming it's like New York City, but no, I'm in western New York and uh, right across the border from Canada, so um, we've got oh. that whole lake thing going on, so maybe it's like a lake accent. Maybe that's <laughs> right. It could be. It could very well be, and you both have it, and you both are absolutely adorable, and you did, I mean, I want the audience to know, this isn't just like, you know, oh, my daughter went through chemo, there's a lot, we don't need to go into it too much, but this is one of those things where you look and your mouth drops open of what Susan and her husband and her family has actually been through, it's been unbelievable journey just not and and trust me way worse and way more intense than what even i i want to open up to but i the reason i say that is because in the midst of all this this woman puts together a book to bring a smile to your face to talk about life now susan were you raised uh i'm guessing you were raised roman catholic is that wrong no that's right yeah. And uh, so in, in your life, in your inner soul wisdom, um, 
what do you think have you ever thought about like your purpose like if you, if you, i have this thing like you got it, your phone rang and you missed the call but it, it was god and you weren't there so he left a message uh what would that message be, be to you <laughs> if you yeah. got it today <laughs> yeah hi god that's what i would say you know first i would say what the f is going on <laughs> that might be that might be the first question i would ask after the challenges i've had this year but um you know it's funny because I've been asking myself that question quite a bit recently. I really feel that I knew in the past why I was here and what it was that I was supposed to do. One of the things, because this is a humorous book, I had just finished writing it before we began the journey with my daughter. And very long story short, what had happened was last February, my youngest daughter was eight months pregnant and I had flown to Buffalo to be with her for her baby shower. I, you know, live in Florida, go back and forth to Buffalo, New York. And she hadn't been feeling good. I went with her and her fiance to the doctors and we found out that she had lost the baby. Now she was eight months pregnant. And from there we went to another hospital for her to deliver this child. And there we were told just in complete, like, just blurted out by the doctors that our daughter had uh, leukemia, AML, which is a very aggressive form of leukemia, and this is what had taken the baby's life. But now we were dealing with not only having lost a grandchild, but also having my own child's life at risk. So, like, that's the capsulized version. And I had just finished the book literally a few days before, and when the book was really being reread and everything. And I would go every day as my daughter went through intense chemotherapy. And I would just look at the bookstore. And I still do this now when I go in. And they always have a bookshelf outside. And I'll visualize my book sitting on that bookshelf. And I'll see somebody picking picking it up on a day like I know I've had at that place and opening it up and something causes them to smile. Mm. And see, I get goosebumps even telling you that story. So I really feel that that's what I'm supposed to do, that this is just, if at any way I can bring some release through a smile or even better, a laugh through this type of intensity, because boy, when you're in a place like this, we were very blessed that we have a good cancer institute in Buffalo, Roswell, and that's all they do. So you see everything just sitting in the lobby. And when you go through an experience like this, you re- it just humbles you in every way, shape, and form. And, and you really start feeling like, oh my gosh, my daughter's doing very well now, but there's been a little hiccup recently. And liver enzymes are off. She had a bone marrow transplant, so we're a little bit concerned, you know, is the body starting to reject? And I'm not even putting it out there. But again, it's a roller coaster ride, and we've been yes. going through this since last February. So I think when those challenges come up in your life, if you don't have a belief system to support it, it it's like you said, it makes it almost impossible. But I've seen so many courageous people in this place that I'm humbled by the courage that you see there each and every day. Yeah. Oh, God. Susan, you are one of them. You are one. <laughs> Everybody listening to this has got to know this woman still gets on the air. She still uh, thinks about like being a mom. She still has to face every single one of those fears. You know, I, there's this, there's a million sayings about it, but that, you know, a parent losing a child is, um, 
the worst. I mean, it's like there, it, you expect the linear, the, the linear chain of events to be in a certain order. The older people pass first and yada, yada. So when it goes out of whack, it's very terrifying. And you have represented such an incredible strength. Now you're a, a psychic over at one, two, listen.com. And I have to tell you really quick, there's, um, Polly and Astrid are in New Zealand listening to us, and Anna Taylor won't let me imitate a uh, English accent. So I thought I could do uh, 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 an Australian, but I give that'd be insulting to them. So I can't do New Zealand, you guys. I'm sorry, but I would do my Aussie accent just as a sort of tip of the hat to you. But I guess I can't. But anyway, uh, there were listen- people are listening, Susan, and you're inspiring people from around the world, and that I think is just so important because you are that. You really, are, I mean, if you guys hear Susan now and hear the spark in her voice, that's the kind of readings that that you do and that she gives. Now, Susan, when you are talking talking to someone and you're getting a reading, a giving a reading, what happens to your brain? I mean, are you, do you open up? Are you hearing a voice? What is your thing that happens? You know, it's interesting because I go like into autopilot and often if somebody will email me and say, well, what did you mean by X, Y, and Z? I will say, I don't remember X, <laughs> Y, and Z <laughs> because I really feel that I just completely channel. And I feel that I, I hear it in my own voice. I hear it in my own voice. And I feel very much that, you know, who's ever coming through, if it's their guides, their angels, whatever, I'm just a vessel to relay the message. One of the things I like to do in my readings is always take a positive approach. Oh, and there's no I, question about you doing that. I'm interrupting you on purpose. No Hold worries. that thought. We're going to repeat that. You guys, listen, this is Mark Husson. We're going to take a break. I get so enthralled by Susan. Time kind of disappears. Listen, uh, the numbers on the top of facebook.com slash one, two radio. If you're on that line, Write John Astrologic at AOL.com. Give him your birth information and he'll run me those charts. We're going to take a very fast break. My dear, dear colleague Susan is on, is going to be with us when we return. So hang in there, get something cozy. We'll be right back. Thank you. That break was a lot longer than it seemed like it was going to be because I wanted to talk to my guest. Susan, did you come back with me? I sure am. I'm right here. (laughs) Could you all imagine how you could be depressed with that voice on the other end of your line? It's so cute. Um, Susan, we were talking, we were talking at break just near the end. And there, the book is so exciting when I think about that you have a book coming out that is actually going to be. I mean, about your life and some tips and, and uh, little ways that people can enjoy and, and, and get through some of the tougher things in life. So really quickly, where'd that cover come from? It's absolutely adorable. You know, they designed the cover, Hay House did, and it's interesting because the woman that runs the art department there called me, and I related the story to her that I just told your audience about what I wanted the book to convey, and she just got really quiet, and it was just like that concept must have just formed, and she said, okay, great talking to you, great meeting you, and then within a week, she sent me this picture, and I thought, oh my gosh, and it's so funny because with the little 
little bird I have found. As a matter of fact, they have a little stuffed bird that I got at my favorite place, Starbucks. That was this year's, uh, this year's one of this year's Christmas decorations, and it looks exactly like this little bluebird on the cover. So I can't take any credit for it. That was strictly, I believe her name was Christy Solanus, I think is the head of the art oh, department oh, at Hay House. I love and it was yeah. her. Her crew and I, as a matter of fact, they have it laminated right here next to my computer and set my attention for it every day. So, yeah. So, you guys, give the book some love. And if you can, it's up at Amazon. Do an early pre-order just to show your love. It's very sweet. It's so exciting to have this happen. Your life is going to take shape here in the form of a book. It's so fun. And I think now you're when you look at your chart, you're a Taurus. Jupiter's in Taurus. Anybody watching the shows with me knows that I tell you Tauruses, Jupiter's going to be hitting your sun. Now yours, Susan, Jupiter is going to hit your Mercury, which is good news um, at the end of May. Now, are you going to be, uh, are you doing the Merlin stones and ancient, the Merlin's magic and ancient stones tour? I am so excited. I just booked my ticket today. As a matter of fact, I somehow was able, I mean, to finally pull it all together with the wonderful help of Valerie Camozzi and Erica Longdon, and they helped me get everything together. And yes, I will be taking that trip. So I am really excited. So jealous. That's so amazing. And I'm so happy that you're doing that. I think I really get a good feeling about that. I am so glad you're going to be there and getting all that magical energy underneath the wind. Um, And the Lastly, Susan's chart, you guys, and I'm going to eventually – now, many of you may not know that I have a place where I put my archives at markhusson.com. I just put all of my previous shows up there because it's just, you know, whatever. And uh, she uh, has a chart I'm going to put up with it, but her seventh house is packed with planets, which suggests that relationships are very, very, very important to her, the, her connection with others and her, and her need to be of service to others. And this time – I think May is going to be an extraordinary month for you. These planets are packed and that Mars and Virgo is going to go direct over your little Mars and Virgo that you already have. So this is going to be a remarkable cycle for you. Plus Neptune is on your Jupiter and that means dreams come true and that their ability to come true. So you keep dreaming the way you have, Susan, because this is really going to unfold for you. I can't tell you how excited I am and so honored that you came on the show today and also that people are going to get to hear you read. I love this. Well, thank you so much. You bet. You bet. And I know that there's some callers lined up. Are you ready to do a couple of readings with me, Susan? I would love to. Yay. This is a treat, you guys. So, Val, if you can, let's start with uh, area code 949. We're taking them in the order that we got them. And um, 949, that would be Shannon, if you're there. I'm here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. Shannon, how are you? (laughs) I'm great. Welcome to the show. You're talking to Mark and Susan. How exciting. Now, I have your chart Woo-hoo! in front of me, and I'm going to let you, um, I'm going to let Susan have some time with you, but I have to butt in with the, uh, letting everybody know your chart. So you're an Aries, okay. and you have this yes. amazing uh, moon in Leo, and you have a Libra rising. So you have this wonderful fire essence about you. And uh, do you want us to focus on something specific for you? Well, my love life is, I'm sure many, you know, on my mind, I am single and I've, I've done a lot of inner work and I'm ready for my soulmate to come into my life. And then the other part of my life is I'm a single mom with three kids. And so anything that comes through about my home life, my, my family life, my children. Okay. And Susan, do you, do you, do you get hits or do you want 
how do you like to do your, your readings? Can you jump in or do you want to take a minute? However you want me to do it, this is your show. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a very polite host and let you go first. The first thing that I'm seeing around you, Shannon, is how important your family is to you. And it definitely looks to me like you're coming out of a cycle. Like you said, you've done a great deal of inner work. And when I look at your auric field, I see a great deal of yellow as well as orange, which is telling me that you're very comfortable now being in your power, saying no when you want to say no. The orange is talking to me a little bit about possibly doing something creative, something that might be a little bit outside your comfort zone that will really allow you to express yourself in a way that really gives fullness to who it is you are. So I see that coming for you. I definitely see somebody coming in and I'm getting late summer. It might not take that long, but I definitely see somebody standing outside your aura. It's almost like you really had to totally open your heart and say, I'm ready. And that's what I see. Heart chakra right open. So I really feel the summer is going to be a great time for you. And your family looks really great. I see some concerns around them in the past, but I feel almost like they're in a healing place right now as well. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Oh, that's yes, so amazing. Great. Susan Dentino looked at your auric field. See, check it out. I love that. Susan, that's amazing. You're, it's <laughs> almost like you're looking at the chart because this, you have a birthday coming up. You know, you're in Aries, so that, that's neither here nor there, except during birthday times, there is usually a sense of um, a certain kind of personal anxiety or, or urgency that emerges. And uh your Saturn in you have Saturn in Taurus and all these planets in Taurus are coming up to say to us. I think at the end of April you are you're redefining something. I think with your career, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but you're going to be doing something different. Now, have you studied anything different, uh, Shannon, uh, to make your entrance into the world? Have you been working on something career wise? Well, I've been in um, public relations uh, my whole career, which is like 18 years now, and I knew I wanted to do PR since ninth grade in high school. I currently work in the water industry. I love my job. I'm happy, but I'm always open and ready for new opportunities. By, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really taken any new courses, but I, I'm, I'm doing a lot of spiritual studying and astrological studying and stuff like that. Nice. Well, I think that we're coming into a time for you that's really about those kind of changes. And I think a choice is coming. Romantically, we're having this thing called the Neptune Square Neptune. And what I have to tell you, it's a time when if you're too eager, you could fall prey to somebody's kind, uh, what Joni Mitchell calls pretty lies. And all I'm asking you to do, it doesn't mean that, that everyone coming to you is lying to you. I'm asking you when you when you meet somebody and have you met somebody yet? Because this is kind of saying they're close if you haven't already. Well, I actually was seeing someone for about a month, but he's he's moving um, actually to St. Louis. So okay, that's <laughs> done. I'm in San Diego, so or oh. Orange County, so that's you know Ooh. kind of far. <laughs> it is kind of far. Well, this is a this is a time of purge. The Neptune Square Neptune. So you are going to be releasing a lot of people. I don't know if he's one of them, but the point is, uh, people are going to start showing up. And this is a time when you they're one of the right ones for you is in this group. It's just a matter of uh, not drinking. I you know it's like not drinking the Kool Aid too quickly. Like make sure that that you're really solid as you can because that's really important. You're going through a really big shift, and you are going to change your identity. I think. I really think it's about love and romance, and I think they're really right around the corner for you. The big things I think we have to look at are May and then um, 
I think at the end of uh, May is first, then October. So check out for big things happen in May, then look in October and see how we're doing. I think you're going to be kind of like pleasantly pleased. Great. Yay. Thank you Very so exciting. much, Shannon, to call. I hope you Thank have a you. great week. Happy, happy birthday, my dear. Thank yeah. you, Shannon. All right, we're going to try area code 202. Nice work, Susan. You look like you were looking right at the chart. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hi, is this Camila? Yes, it's Camila. Hi, Mark. Camila, how are Hi. you? Welcome to the show with I'm, Susan Dentino. I'm so excited. I had no idea, but wow. <laughs> I love that. Now, Susan, she's a Pisces. I like your rising sign. She's a Libra moon, like your moon. And she's a Sag rising, very sweet chart. Camila, where, what can we look at for you in any specific area of life? Um, you know, I would like to actually look at love um, and work, which have both been kind of stagnated. Work has been bubbling a little bit, but love has been very stagnant for a bit. A Libra moon that wants to look at love? How bizarre. No, just teasing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm getting, is there something that you've been thinking about doing? I'm seeing change around you, not necessarily a big change, but it's like like taking a class or, or something that you're thinking about doing, but you're a little bit nervous about it. Do you have any idea what that might be? Yeah, it could be, um, Going to basically, um, I work in the creative field, but I'm in more of the non-creative sector. I okay. start doing creative stuff on the side, and okay. I sort of, I guess, I'm trying to ask about doing it within where I work now. Okay, there's a big yay about that because it's really like, because what I see is like a big, like almost like a beautiful pond and a, a little toe dipping in and then scurrying away from the pond and dipping in and scurrying away. And I really want to tell you, you're meant to jump into that pond. So don't worry about the temperature of the water because it's really your time to really like blossom creatively. And I feel like once that happens, a lot of the things that you've been waiting for, because I see a holding pattern like a plane circling an airport and you're you're feeling stuck but i feel like you've been waiting to really get to the place you are right now because courage is all around you and you're going to take a leap of faith and this is just going to open up just many doors for you so watch for synchronistic events and things that might make you stay up step a bit back and say oh should i you know i'm giving you a resounding yes from the universe to do so <laughs> wow, it doesn't get bigger permission than that, Camilla. That's awesome. Now, you have Virgo at the top of your chart, so you definitely had to take your work seriously, and I think it is a stretch for you to expand. But let me tell you, you have a hidden creativity that is just bursting to come out, and Mars is going to hit that point April 6th. So keep an eye on April 6th because I think you're going to like take a big leap forward. Now, is there somebody that you should be getting rid of? I mean, is there somebody that, that is on their way out or that should be or that's in your way of in any development? How are we doing with um, leftover people? Um, you know, maybe mentally I'm still holding on. Like physically, I don't think anyone is. Okay. Here, so there's Saturn opposing your Venus in the relationship house is saying like, try to give up some ideas about what you think is going to be the the right thing to do and the, and the right person, like give your ideas up just a little and let this take over. I think Mars, when it goes over your right, over your ascend, over your 
a midheaven, which is your career house. When it crosses that, I think the focus is going to be work. And I think magic is going to come. You have a big romance aspect. It's kind of pointing to work. It's kind of bizarre, but maybe somebody's going to give you, um, some inspiration that will, that will give you that sort of like, wow, starry eyed look. Now, lastly, Jupiter is going to hit your relationship house in June. And it stays there for the entire rest of the 2013 that you go back in your mind to the year 2000 and think about what was going on in relationship there. Cause we're seeing it again. Anything. Oh, that's I'm so bad with that. <laughs> huh? I'm not sure. I'm so bad at that. But, um, oh, okay. Okay. Not- well, you can do it later in your mind. Just relax. Think about the year 2000, two years before uh, or a year before, you know, 9-11. Um, it was 2001, okay. right? And then just think about like what you were doing in relationship. And um, if that same energy, people helping you, new opportunities, we're seeing that again. It's a great cycle for a relationship. We're looking at June. So the next three months, girl, it's crazy good. Okay, I'm gonna have love in the next three months. Do you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I think you. I think you're gonna meet somebody that's really gonna catapult you. And I think we're gonna do. I think the work thing is gonna help when that clicks. Susan said, "Look for the omens." When that clicks in, then you can have your eyes open for some love because this is like truly one of the most creative cycles you could be in, and you are very creative. Yeah. Oh, that's really good confirmation. It's really nice that you have this going on now. You're just really self-critical. You got to be careful about that. That Saturn in Virgo, Susan has that too. You guys share that. It's extreme. Yeah, it's extreme. It is. Yeah, you, I did Susan. see that around. You know, that's just that whole idea of wanting to take that creative risk, and I think that that's one of the reasons why the relationship hasn't happened for you the way you would like it to yet. Because I think this is a bigger thing, even though you might not see it that way. But I think from a soul purpose standpoint, this is a bigger thing for you expressing yourself. And once you really get comfortable in your own skin doing that, I, you know, again, agreeing with Mark in the way the chart, it, everything's going to just explode for you. I love that. Oh, that's really great news. Thank you guys so much. You bet, sweetheart. Good luck to you. Don't be afraid to let us know. So speaking of letting okay, us know, thank you so much. And Susan, how do people let you know? Where, where can they find you? Well, um, my website is my name. It's Susan Dentino. That's D-I-N-T-I-N-O dot com. And I'm also on One Two Listen pretty regularly, just about every day. Um, and I love doing readings there. I do email readings. I usually have some classes going on on One Two Academy, which I enjoy doing. I have a meditation technique called Empowering Meditation that I've trademarked, and I love teaching classes classes in that. Next to writing, teaching is my second passion. So I really, you know, enjoy doing that as well. I've been taking a bit of a break because back in Buffalo, we are moving, which is like a nightmare. So (laughs) are you going to stay in Buffalo or are you just moving? Yeah, what we did was we moved from a house in the suburbs to a condo in the city. This is my husband's idea. This was not my idea. I'm just, (laughs) because I want to be in Buffalo as much as possible he started get, he wanted the whole city life don't ask me i think it's some kind of midlife actually late life crisis yeah, so yeah. he's doing that so he's all excited because luckily 
Actually, we didn't have to sell our house before we moved. But the bad thing about it is he looked at me the other day and he said, do you realize that our storage bins here are just about empty? And I said, that's because 70% of what we own is still back at the house. So let's not be jumping up and down yet. So it's clearing. <laughs> it's doing all of that. So I've been kind of, I'm chilling out in Florida just after a hectic time and we'll have oh. to get back there and finish that move. But normally I run classes out of there as well and a bunch of information on my website. So I'd love to have you visit me, sign up for my newsletter and of course, listen to my radio show. Tell us the address one more time. SusanDentino.com, right? Is that what right. it is? Yes. And it's D-I-N-T-I-N-O. Everybody always wants to spell it D-E-N, but D-I-N-T-I-N-O. Well, okay. And so do you like the condo? You know, I do, but I have to say it's going to be an adjustment for me. First of all, I like, you know, I like to see the grass and everything. So for me now to look out, we have a beautiful view of the lake, but it's a much different lifestyle than I'm used to. And I'm, I recently did like a whole Ayurvedic thing, and my dosha is not happy to be in this kind of environment. <laughs> so it's, all I can say is it's probably going to give me a lot more excuses to come to uh, Florida. See, at this point in our lives, he was supposed to be starting to take it a little bit easy with his work, but that isn't happening. So, but I like it. You know, it, it, it'll be cool to learn how to live in the city, but my my heart is really in Florida. I mean, I'm really, this is where I'm most comfortable. Nice. Right now, so. Aww, that's so sweet. It's a little, it seems so hot, but we'll talk to you about the, how to survive the Florida terrain. Uh, we have a call before we take a break. Uh, Jamail uh, at 718, you still with us? Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Hi, Susan. Hi, Mark. Hello, nice Jamal. And you're Susan. Jamal is a uh, he's he's all over Facebook. You see that sweet face everywhere, and he is a Capricorn <laughs> with a Sag moon and a Taurus rising. Jamal, what do you, what do you want Susan and I to look out for you today? Well, you know, there's a couple of things going on, but I think that the other callers who are talking about love, which I never call into any show to talk about, um, <laughs> is something I'm interested in. I don't. I really I don't. I just, you know, my life, I've been such a caregiver for people who have been in crisis and myself, and I've always been so consumed with loving people that um, partnership and a romantic type of thing um, I never thought about. But, I mean, I'm 30 years old, and... I'm really not possessive of anything, but I just, I said, well, maybe it's, is it out there for me? Is it even a possibility to find the right, you know? Susan, is there anybody in the world that love isn't possible for? No, and I see love all around you. I really feel it's a time, and I think you're starting to feel that way, too, to take a step back and start receiving. I think... When I look at you, Oracle, you're a little bit out of balance. And what I mean by that is it's your energy is a bit depleted because you've been doing so much of the giving, giving, giving that receiving is a foreign concept to you. So you're really being called to receive right now. I feel there's somebody in your life right now that might be a friend or something, and that relationship could possibly blossom into something more. But I love the way you put it because that's exactly what I see around you, almost like an armor, but not in a negative way. It's like you're protecting yourself so that you can give to everybody. And in so doing, you're prohibiting yourself from really receiving. There's a lot of people out there that would like to do more for you. So I really think it's time for you to open up and allow yourself to receive. Mm. 
Brilliant advice, Susan. Oh. That really is. Jamel, you're, um, you have this thing called a moon-Uranus conjunction. That means that the moon was really next, holding hands with Uranus when you were born. It gives it a sort of like detached quality to your emotional body in the, in the house of relationships. What that means basically is they can get idealized in your mind and therefore you can easily get disillusioned in them. So you get into a relationship and you're like, ugh, this is boring or, oh, this is like, I'm tired of this one. And I just want you to be able to hold the space of your way of doing relationship is going to differ than a lot of people that you know because it's unusual. You're an inspirer. You're here to bring your your magic and your wisdom to the world. Seriously. There's a book inside of you. There, Venus today is on your rising sign, so I'm glad you got to call in and talk because this is a time when you should be feeling really good. This is the time when people say yes to you. Um, but you do have an unusual. You're deep. You're really deep. You go into places like a therapist that people don't usually want to go, but you're there. You're really present. And I think that there's a part of you that is, um, doesn't want anybody holding that back and relationships can do that when they feel that part of you coming in and going, cause you're a Taurus rising. They go, Oh, this guy's here in my life forever. And there's a part of you going now, wait a minute, don't get used to that. <laughs> you know, it's so, so I think what you get to do is have a, um, have a belief that you can love and that your love is the way you love and that there's no right or wrong to it. And I think you're going to have lots of relationships. I don't think just one. And I think that's going to be really good because you're a Capricorn. You can do for anybody. Does that, does that I resonate? Gonna, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say for both of y'all. Because um, <laughs> you know what I was going to say? When you say, um, I can't even, it's just so much to take in. But with, with, um, with, with what Susan was saying, for me, it was just a couple of days ago, I said, oh, my God, I have social anxiety, which I do. And I said, well, please stay away from me, all world, all people, all things. Mm -hmm. Stay away. Let me do what I have to do for my thing. And I get home, and maybe 5 or 7 o'clock at night, I get so lonely, get so blue. So, God, I feel lonely. I I can't. But then it's this catch-22. I don't want to be open, but I don't want to be alone. So this is the thing. And I said, well, when when am I going to do to stop this? You know, because I beat myself up sometimes. I said, you have to stop it. You have to just sort of, you know, be a little vulnerable. But, um, yeah, but you also have to, and then what you said, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'll let you process it out. Go ahead. Okay. Well, see, the thing is, um, yeah, go, let yourself experience the lonely as, but without judgment, Capricorns use lonely as a chance. They use depression as a chance to clear out. I just want you to know that's normal. And if you can take the judgment off a lonely, it does uh, off of alone. It doesn't become lonely. Lone alone becomes lonely with judgment. That's it. So if you just go, you know, like mm. shake the world off. I got to get these rid of people. I, I've been all day given. Da, 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 da. It's like, this is fantastic. And you breathe in and you keep your sense of like, who you are really intact. Then you open up again, you come out to the world, you're refreshed, you do it again. And in that moment, when you're ready to have somebody close or somebody even closer, that will happen. Um, And Susan sees, Susan would not say it's going to happen if she doesn't see it. That's the one thing. I love that. So I think we're in good hands, Jamil. I think so too. (laughs) Thank you. You're such a sweetheart. You're going to let us know how you do, right? You know it. You know all right. Facebook and all that. <laughs> Sweet face. I love it. You know Take it. care of yourself, Jamel. It's Thanks awesome. so much for calling in. Nice going, Thank Susan. That was both. awesome. Thank you, buddy. All right, we're going to take a break. This is Mark Husson and Susan Dentino. We have more people calling in for readings. Woohoo! Y'all hang in there with us. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. <laughs> 